Hi, and thank you for joining us for episode 35 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your hosts, Tweet and Kimberly. Today, we are recording on Saturday, March 19th, 2016. How are you, Twee? Pretty good. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. It's Saturday. Yay. Thanks uh, for everyone for uh, hanging out with us today. Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. Sorry that the last episode, if you listened to it, uh, was cut off kind of short. We were busy. We were busy. We, we were had busy. to run off to a baby shower. Which was a lot of fun. Yes. And for everyone who asked, we did make it on time. We did. Yeah. We did. We were not that late. No, not at all. Um, people were still coming in after us, so we were good. Yeah, that was awesome. Kimberly's a very punctual person, so I think it was just hurting her to think that we might be late. I do not like being late to things. I'm usually early mm-hmm. with a book, mm-hmm. waiting for other people, which is fine with me, but I just feel like people yeah. who are late, it's okay if you're late sometimes, but we have some people, some friends who are Chronically, perpetually yeah. late, and it's kind of like, do you not respect the time that... Other, I, yeah, I have other or people, like other have. people have, yeah in the group mm-hmm. you know so I'm very yeah. I'm, I don't like put it. up with that yeah I mean some people are like hours late <laughs> like, yeah like now we start telling them a different time completely yeah, we just lie <laughs> I'm not about tricking people so, to come on time yeah you gotta come on time so yeah. anyway so yeah so we how, were good so how have you been Kimberly good how are you pretty good yeah yeah um you're, chilling you're still very pregnant getting bigger yeah getting big getting big Getting pretty big, not gonna lie. The time is coming soon. Getting pretty big, yeah. So, we'll see. <laughs> well, I still have plans to record mm-hmm. another episode or two before yeah. uh, the blueberry arrives, but you oh, just don't know. Maternity leave, quote-unquote. Yeah, but you just don't know. Yeah. Apparently, she is not on my time schedule. <laughs> she is on her own time schedule. Babies often aren't, Yeah, unfortunately. My coworker was like, was laughing, she's like, this is just the beginning of you not being in control of anything. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, you're so punctual and man, my brother's late to everything now. And I don't, and I think part of it is him because he doesn't, he's not trying to get there on time. I think as much on time as you would, but at the same time, like, you know, his kids are often the excuse, but I don't think that's always a lie. Yeah. You know, because if the kid is sleeping or the kid is fussing and won't go, you, you can't just, yeah, you can't make them. Right. It's so uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens to your schedule or how punctual you are once the baby comes. Yeah. I will be interested. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'll be like one of those people that's two hours late. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just couldn't get out. I just couldn't get the baby. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. So have you been doing any knitting? I did do a little bit of knitting. Yay. I'm pretty excited about this because... I'll be honest, there's not a lot of knitting going on, um, because yeah. most of it's nesting. I mean, I think a lot happens to a lot of pregnant women. Yeah. Who, like, you know, like to knit. Um, I've listened to other podcasts, uh, where people became pregnant, and then the knitting mojo kind of died down. Well, I'm not even, I mean, I was talking to Twee about this the other day, because we saw each other for lunch this week, and it's twice. like, twice, <laughs> it was awesome, um. But I'm not even really reading as much either. Yeah, it's which like, is really weird. Which is really weird for me. It's just, like, kind of... Your third trimester is like a whole bunch of tired, <laughs> and when I am awake, I kind of just want to like 
I'm reading baby books or worrying about baby books or nesting or watching TV. And that's basically so my mind can kind of like zone out for a little Mm -hmm. bit when I'm not worrying. Right. um, so there hasn't been a lot of, I can only read, usually I can sit down and read for a couple hours. I can only read maybe a chapter or two now, and then I have to maybe go take a walk. Oh, that's crazy to me. It's kind of crazy. For so, you. Yeah. It's very out of character. So, mm. um, yeah, so I did do a little bit of knitting and I was really proud of myself because cool. <laughs> I was able to sit still for a while and do knitting. Yeah. Well, what did you, what did you knit? I worked on Judy for, mm-hmm. for the blueberry. Okay. That's a baby sweater, right? That's the baby sweater. Okay. It's by Elisa Di Fiore, if you remember. Yes. And I think we, we had talked about last time that I was using, uh, Lorna's laces. Right. Um, sock weight yarn. Sock weight yarn. And that's a lie. You um, lie. I did. I didn't mean to lie. I, so I started well, you planned, with that. You planned to do it in the Lorna's laces. Yes. I did plan to do it in the Lorna's laces and my gauge was really off. And. Oh, really? Yeah. It just seemed really small. Not like she's not going to be small. You mean like the sweater seemed small? Yeah, the sweater okay. seemed really small. Well, isn't it only a newborn size? Yeah, it's a newborn, newborn size. Newborn sizes are tiny. They're tiny. Um, but I kind of, I don't want it to be like too big, but I'd rather go a little bigger right. than go smaller. Because I don't know how big she's going to be when she like pops out. She's going to be ginormous. Oh God. No, I don't know. I'm just Please not. That. Please not ginormous. She's probably not. Please not ginormous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> panic. Um, so I changed yarns and I actually have, um, this really pretty Republic of Wool DK Super Merino wash that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Super I Wash Merino? Super Wash Merino. <laughs> Super Merino wash. That sounds pretty good too, actually. I don't know. Um, wait, I'll go get it. Okay. Tui was like, oh, don't you want to go get it so I can see it? And I'm like, nah. No, she said she didn't want to show it to me because it wasn't much done and there's not that much done. Where did I put my... Oh, it's over here. <laughs> We're in Kimberly's uh, library right now. It's actually a little bit of a mess because a lot of the baby stuff is in here while her room is getting prepared. There's so. a lot of diapers and... A stroller. A stroller. A baby bath. A baby... Oh, that's the baby bath. That's the baby bath. Yeah. There's an array of animal towels. Nice. Oops. Oops. There goes the tag. Let me get it. Um... Thanks. So, <clears throat> yeah. this is the um, this is really pretty. It's a Republic of Wool yarn yes. that we bought at um, Altered Stitch. Yes, when we were together during one of their um, events. Events with her. Yeah. So this is plume, plume, and it's a really pretty mint green with a little bit of blue and a little bit of purple. It looks very watercolory. It does look watercolory. It looks kind of washed out, which is what I really like about it. It's very soft. Weren't you using this in something else? I, I bought two skeins of this color. Oh, you color bought two. Okay. Because the other skein is going towards the Great Divide shawl. Right, right. Okay. So this oh, is my... I didn't remember that you bought two. Yeah, yeah. I was crazy and I bought... But it lo- worked no. out well, right? That's a really beautiful color. It's really it nice. Very, it does look very much like watercolors to me. Yeah, I like, think so um, too. Like an old school Monet or something. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really pretty and it's very soft. <clears throat> and um, because it's DK, so it's a slightly thicker, I'm getting a better gauge. And it'll be slightly bigger on her, which is... I kind of like because I want her to kind of grow. Do you have to adjust the pattern any other ways, like lengthwise or anything, to make it? Or do you think it's just because the yarn is thicker, it'll just even out? I think it'll even out. Like, I'm not even really worried about about that. Yeah. Uh, what's the, like, what's, how's the sweater constructed? I can't remember. It's constructed in one, um, piece. Oh, okay. Yeah, which I kind of, I'm thinking I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, so it's knit from the top down. Oh, okay, yeah, it's a pullover... With, like, a garnish stitch sort of neckline. Edge. Yeah, and then, like, a, a cable just running down sort of one side, um, sort of off-center. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and then you Is do it just a pullover? There's no buttons in the back sleeves. or anything? Um, I didn't see any buttons in the back. Because there's no 
picture. Of oh, do you know what? There are buttons in the okay. back. There's yeah. just no picture of the back, so I couldn't tell. Yeah, there are buttons in the Plus, back. Plus, baby heads are notoriously big. Yeah. And so, <laughs> get it pullovers are kind of hard. <laughs> um, but this will be nice, too, because I've got, like, an array of buttons anyway, so I don't oh, really yeah. have to, like, go around just trying to look for a button. That's cool. How's the uh, pattern so far? It's really easy. Uh-huh. I think in my head, though, it's it's late. There's no chart. It's it's very kind of, you know, just line by line, but it's easy to follow. Right. But I think in my head, because I feel like it's a baby sweater and mm-hmm. because I feel like, oh, there's no chart, I think it's going to take me a lot faster than what it's actually going to take me. Oh. So I really do have to work on it this weekend because in my head, I'm like, oh, I'll just whip that up. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I mean, baby sweaters are not. definitely faster than an adult sweater, but you got to... Kind of keep on it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I, you know, she's, this size is only going to fit her, like, for a finite amount of time. Mm. So I got to kind of work on that. But yeah, it was very exciting. Um, last weekend we went out and uh, my friend, our friend Peggy came and she brought her daughter. Yeah. And she was actually wearing a sweater I had made for her. Super cute. If you've been listening for a while, you might remember it was like ages ago. Um, oh man, I can't remember. I think it was baby tea leaves. I think that was the pattern. Anyway, it was that was a Malabrigo uh, Arroyo, which is a great yarn. And she hadn't worn it before, I think, because I made a, a bigger size. Yeah. And she's not a very big kid, actually. And so I had never seen her wear, and it was really cool. It was really cute. It was really pretty. Yeah. It was really pretty yarn, and she looked really cute in it. It was just cute. <laughs> you know, there's not much cause to wear wool sweaters in L.A., but my... um. Bryn put her in it just for the occasion, and so... It was, it was very, super cute. It was very cute. So that yeah. was fun. <clears throat> that was awesome. Yeah. So is that all your knitting? Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna... But I'm gonna do it this weekend. Okay. I'm gonna focus on it. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I, I believe like the baby you. blanket. That's it. Monogamous. Okay. I believe you. It's exciting. All right. Well, what am I knitting on? I've been knitting a bunch of things, so... The first thing I've been knitting on, let me take it out, is I'm still working on my Hitchhiker. Oh, good. By yeah. Martina Bame. And that's in the Lemonade Shop Sparkle Sock. In blue Fluffy the, Unicorn! Yes, Blue Fluffy Unicorn. Um, still going on it. I mean, I haven't gotten too much further. It looks great. I love the scaling. This little, yeah, like, the, the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you know, you're supposed to work, I think, 40 teeth or something. And I think maybe I have... So pretty. Like, 15 or something like that. So, I mean, I'm still kind of in the beginning, but it's I like really it. fun. I like it, too, because the added colors inside, it looks kind of, not, the it's going to sound weird. Yeah, the blips of rainbow. Right. It kind of, it's going to sound weird, but it looks like scaly, almost, like dragonish. Oh, okay. Because of the teeth and because of these Man, coming out. If I was a dragon, I would want to be a, blue, a fluffy unicorn A teal dragon. dragon with rainbow, like, scale. Yeah, why not? Heck yeah. Yeah. All the other dragons would admire you. Right. I mean, yeah. I guess I couldn't really hide, but... Well... Unless I hid in some Lucky Charms or something. Maybe, yeah. But I, but maybe that's okay. Maybe you're, like, you know, very, like, proud of your, like, colorful... Yeah. Colorful, uh... Scales. Scales, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Wants you. So yeah. I'm still working on that. Just slow going. I like to pull it out when I just want something really mindless because it's so easy. Um, but I really can't wait until it's done. It's pretty. Which will probably be a while because I have to use up this entire ball... And there's still a lot left. Um, yeah. It's basically all left. <laughs> it's basically all. It looks like it's all left. It looks like she didn't touch Pretty it. Pretty much. I really like this color, though. Mm-hmm. So I've been working on that. And I... Oh, I have a hoe. Ah! Oh, a hoe. Seriously? Um, yeah. <gasps> so I have one sock Ooh. done. These are my Christmas Eve cast-on socks. Remember these? Yeah, these are nice. I just actually finished... 
this one a couple days ago. Nice. Um, and this is out of, what is it out of? The Barocco Socks. And the colorway, I think it's called Carlisle, and it's like greens and red, so that's why um, it's Christmassy to me. And this is the one that I did the new heel on. Is it Carlisle? It's not Carlisle like Twilight Carlisle. No, no. I think it was called that. <laughs> but that would be cool. Um, I mean, there is red and like dark and green. No, and no. This is like, yeah, no. It was not on purpose. And this I was one. watching Twilight the other day. Which one? The first one. Oh. That's the only... I that's the only like, one. Yeah. I guess the first one, just because it has sentimental value, because yeah. we liked Twilight at the time. Yeah. Um, and... And the last one is kind of decent. Yeah, I don't know why I was watching it. I was watching it for some reason. Was it on TV? No. Oh, you put I it on. I put it on. I think I, that's the only one I own to the first one. Yeah. Though, whenever I see it on TV, I start watching it, and I think, oh, this is so terrible. Like, the acting and then you sit and watch terrible it. Terrible in it. I still sit and watch it. I especially like the part where she goes into his room, and she's like, you like a lot of music. And there's all these CDs lined up, and I'm just like, yeah, that's bad dialogue. It's awful dialogue. And it's like totally dating the whole... Anyway, yeah. My favorite is uh, the scene when they're in school and they have to become lab partners. Oh, yeah. And he has this like, awful look on his face. And in the book, it's supposed to be because... Uh, oh, he smells her, Yeah, right? she smells really good to him, or, you know, yeah. yeah, as a vampire. <laughs> but his expression in the movie looks like he's going to throw up or something. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. It's and our, awful. And our friend Laura loves that scene because it's just terrible. And every time she sees it, she starts laughing. And, and she loved Twilight, too. And... <laughs> Robert Pattinson's accent was really bad in the first movie, so when he starts talking to her, he's acting like he has a German accent yeah. instead of American or British yeah. or anything else. It's supposed to be American, and it's just terrible. <clears throat> anyway, random Twilight tangent. Well, the name of the sock is Carlisle. Yeah. My car- <laughs> and so this is the one I did the OMG heel on, which was a new heel for me. Yeah, and you like it. I mean, you know what? I liked it before, like the, I mean, it's not like I don't like it. But, like, when I was trying it on before the toe and everything was done, it felt pretty comfortable. But now that the toe and everything is done, it actually isn't as comfortable as I thought. It does feel sort of a little tight in my, I don't know, it would be, like... Right the before gu- the heel. Yeah, where the gusset is. Yeah. And I definitely think that's how the heel is supposed to be made. Maybe my foot's just, you know, like, I don't know. I'm not good with sock anatomy, but, you know, it might just not fit in my foot very well. And I think there's another version of this heel where you can, I think, make, like, a looser or longer, like, mm-hmm. instep. So that might be better for me. Well, what are you going to do with the second sock, then? I mean, I'll probably still do it. So they match? Yeah, so they match, and it's not, like, super uncomfortable. Right. I just don't think it's as comfortable as, like, when I do the heel flap. Do you think you can block it out? It might, yeah. I might be able to... It'll probably stretch a little when I block it, yeah. so... I'm not too, too worried, worried, but it did definitely feel better, like, before the sock was done. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now that everything's sort of where it's supposed to be... You're kind of like... I'm like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. not my favorite. But, I mean, I'm still glad I tried it. It's still a pretty sock, folks. Yeah, I'm still glad I tried this heel, um, you know, because I wanted to do some new stuff with yeah. my socks anyway. So, I mean, I'll do the same on the other one. It actually might... I wonder if it'll be better. Let me try it on my left foot, because my right foot's, like, you know, slightly bigger. Yeah, maybe it'll be better on your left. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I do think it's a little better on my left. Because my, yeah, my left foot's it's a tiny bit smaller. She also has really right. small, narrow feet. I do kind of have narrow feet. She has narrow super feet. super narrow, but... She has small, tiny, narrow feet. She has, like, elf feet. No, I don't. You do. You have, like, elf feet. It's very nice. I've got Hobbit. Hob- I've got Hobbit feet. I've got, like, really wide, flat feet. Yeah, you do. And I'm only 5'1", and I'm, like, 8 and a half. I'm a size, like, 8 and a half. And I think 
my my husband is always like, look at your big hairy hobbit feet. My my feet are not hairy. No, the they're not. Hairy. He likes to call them big hairy hobbit feet. Yeah, and and they're just they're just ridiculously large for my size. Yeah. Well, they don't look. But we have big. these like dainty, cute little like narrow feet. Yes, but we're both hobbits. So we're both hobbits because hobbits are awesome. Yeah, and they like books and they like to eat. Second breakfast. Second breakfast. We enjoy second breakfast mm-hmm. quite and a lot. And second lunch. Yeah, now that I've been pregnant, I've been having, like, third breakfast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Did you, buy, did you buy a pie the other day? Oh, yeah. I'll give you some. Nice. Yeah, I'll give you some. We went to... So, we went to lunch in this at this place um, in West L.A., I think? Yeah, West L.A. And um, if you are familiar with L.A., there is a small little restaurant that is cash-only that <clears throat> has been in Los Angeles for a really yeah. long time. It's called The Apple Pan. Mm-hmm. And they make only burgers and... Yeah, burgers and fries, and they have a soda. They don't even make milkshakes, which I find to be really disastrous. Right. Oh, that that does suck. They don't. Doesn't that suck? They don't have have, milkshakes. And they serve Coke, and they serve them these really old-school paper cups, so, like, paper cones, but they put, and then you put them in, like, a metal holder, almost like an egg cup. Yeah. It's so strange, but I think that's what they did back then, and they still do it. Yeah, and they're super, it's a super small place. It's a counter. There's only a counter. It goes, like, in a C-shape. Yeah, around where they're cooking. It's Yeah, it's a small, small, tiny place. But they do have pie, pie, and they're famous for their banana cream pie. Mm -hmm. So Twee and I had met for lunch around that area, and we both had to go back to our respectable work. Uh, work jobs and respectable, <laughs> <So>. respective, respective, <laughs> and respectable. I guess well, most of the time, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. depends on who you ask. And uh, and so I went and I walked over and I bought a pie. So yeah, mm-hmm. I have banana cream pie from Apple Pan in my fridge. Nice. Um, so I will give you some because apparently I yeah. bought this whole pie. Well, she buys a lot of like since she's been pregnant. She's been buying a lot of pastries for her work because she wants some, but, you know... I share. Like, it's not fun just to buy it for yourself. You gotta buy it for everyone, and, I mean, I do this for my work, too, not as often, but I definitely think this is... We used to work together, and we were just saying, because we went to lunch with a bunch of old work people, is that we'd probably all got that from... We're, when we used to work when together, we used to work because together. We all, all of us would always bring in stuff. We had a lot of like work events that mm-hmm. we we did by doing you know potlucks and like yeah. bringing our own food and stuff. So but, we, were, we were very like go um, like company oriented, like department oriented. Right. We were always throwing. Parties. But I think your work thinks it's my work thinks it's weird, weird, but not in a bad way. But like, why is she bringing in donuts like every other day or pastries or yeah. like why is she like what is she doing? And I'm just like this is normal, right? So so I did buy the pie, but then mm-hmm. I was like I had just gotten some some lip from one of my friends, my work colleagues, the, that same week. And she was like, don't you dare buy anything. I'm trying to lose weight. So I was like, all right. So I bought the pie, and then I thought, <laughs> well, I'm not going to share it with anyone at work. So I bought the whole pie Oh, you home. didn't? You really? No, yeah, I really oh, didn't. Oh, I thought you were going to just flaunt it. No, I was just like, Leticia is going to be so mad at me if I, if I allow this pie to be eaten in front of her. So I took the pie home. Little did I know, Iron Muffin is not a fan of banana cream pie. Oh. So he ate a, a slice, and he's not really thrilled with it. Meanwhile, I am, like, completely in love with this banana cream right. pie. So I have, like, a half a pie? three quarters of a oh, pie. three quarters of a pie. So dear Twee is going to be getting <laughs> quite a lot of pie when yeah. she leaves. You know, I don't normally like bananas very much, but right. I do like banana bread, like banana pudding sometimes, yeah. you know. Banana cream pie isn't bad. Yeah. I think as long as... It's not super banana-y, like, like banana flavor. It has to be, like, paired with something. Right. Yeah. You know, like, when things are banana-flavored? Yeah, I don't like banana-flavored either. Which is, like, either. super fake. Yeah. So, 
Well, that's exciting. Anyway. We will also have a segment one day on just pie. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Pies of LA. That's actually something fun. Yeah. We should do. Um, sorry you guys can't have any pie. Yeah. And anyway, another, another tangent. Sorry. Sorry. We're very off topic today. <laughs> um, baby brain. <laughs> What's your excuse? Um, I don't know. I don't have an excuse. All right. So I, I have a hoe on the Baracko Carlisle socks, and I already started the second sock. I'm working on it right now. Um, nothing crazy happening. Just I'm just doing the ribbing right now. And yeah, hopefully I'll have a finished pair of socks. You know, those are the ones. Yeah, I started on Christmas Eve, so they should be done soon. Yeah. Yeah. Socks um, always take a long time. They, they do, at least for me. I'm not like a super crazy fast sock knitter like some people are. I wish I was. I know, right? Because they're so beautiful. They and, are really beautiful. Yeah. Homemade <clears throat> socks are Maybe I'll make you some someday because, I don't know, you don't like to make your own. I would love homemade socks. Really? Yeah, because especially because I... I um. I can wear them as house socks. I can wear them as house socks. Yeah. And sleeping socks. Maybe one day I'll measure your, your footsies. My big, my big hobbit feet. <laughs> not that big. They're pretty big. They're just flat. They are very flat. flat. I've got flat feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry. So, those socks... We're going to take a picture of my feet and put it on. Them. Put it on, <laughs> yeah. Games. I don't have my t- toes pointed or I would show mine. They're kind yeah. of like sad looking right now. they are. Oh, so, look, a Cheerio. Yeah, I saw that. There's a Cheerio on the floor, peeps. Oh. Yeah, I just picked it up. Okay, nice. I'm not going to eat it. Gross. <laughs> okay, so I started uh, another pair of socks because I wanted to, I guess. I started this pair of socks. Wait, is that the same thing that... Hmm. That's not the same thing you're knitting. No, no. Okay. But these are, this is a totally new pair. You haven't seen this. Okay. So this is the Bob and Weave pattern. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is by Susie White from the Prairie Girls Knit and Spin podcast. Mm-hmm. And I like the little chart. Yeah, this is a pattern sock, and I'm knitting it in Sunshine Yarns. Mm-hmm. I think this is her twist sock base. This has been in my stash for a long time, and the colorway is called Tonks. And if you don't know, Tonks is from Harry Potter. Yeah, She's one of the characters in it, and this is a beautiful variegated with mix of pinks and purples, greens, and like a lime grays. Green. Yeah, there's a lime green and a dark green. Mm-hmm. And a bright purple and a couple of shades of pink. <clears throat> and I am knitting these for the inside number 23 Harry Potter knit along. Nice. Yeah. I wanted to join the knit along and so I dug around in my sunshine yarn stash because I have so many of her Harry Potter colorways and decided to make some tonk socks. That's awesome. Yeah. So this is a really patterned sock made uh, mostly with slip stitches. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty easy. The only thing is that it's not really easy to memorize. Because if you look at the chart, it's about one, two, three, four, five, <clears throat> six, I think six stitches wide and eight rows repeat. Yeah. And it's not hard or anything, but like if, you know, when I made the Hermione's Everyday Socks, yeah. like it was only four rows and it was really easy to see where you were in the pattern. This one, I just definitely have to make sure, you know, I'm marking which row I'm on, um, you know, just so I don't mess it up. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure even if I did mess it up a little, it'd be probably hard to tell. Um, but it just makes a really nice texture. I'm showing Kimberly. Yeah, that is pretty. And I'm using carbons. I actually have to say, I like zero. I like this. Mm-hmm. I like the color. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the color when it's in the ball form. Oh, really? No. Oh, maybe. But I like it when it's knit up. I think it looks really pretty. Knit yeah, up. this is really good for variegated yarn, this pattern, because it really breaks up. Yeah. With slip stitches and stuff, it really breaks up the pattern, so it's not going to pull or anything weird. Yeah. And 
Yeah, like, I think I'm going to like it more when I get further into it. I think it's going to be like the Hermione's, where, I don't know if you remember, but I didn't love them when I was working on them at the beginning. But once I got, you know, maybe half the leg done, I really liked the way the uh, texture looked. So I think that's going to be sort of similar. I mean, it looks fine right now, but I'm not loving it. I think once I get more into it, I'll probably really like it. Because I've looked at the um, other finished socks, and I really like the way the patterning breaks it up and, you know, how the colors pop and stuff. So I'm just working on that. The yarn is pretty nice. It's the twist base, so it's very, it's, it's a very tightly spun yarn. So you probably have some of this in your stash. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about this colorway, but I'm sure you probably have some. I have something like that, yeah. yeah I'm sure you have some of this base mm-hmm. in your, um, yeah, in your stash. So yeah, so that's for the inside number 23 Harry Potter knit along, which nice. is awesome. And I'm super jealous today because our friend Althea, hi Althea. Hi Althea. Is actually at the new Harry Potter World I know, right I now. I her Instagram. Yeah. Harry Potter World is opening up at Universal Studios in Universal City, which is like a hop, skip, and a jump away from us. Mm-hmm. Like 10 minutes. Yeah. And they're having soft openings right now. I think the official opening is sometime in mid-April, maybe. My coworker went Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Malia went Thursday. That's pretty... Oh, yeah. She yeah. did. And so I'm very, very excited. Uh, once it opens, I definitely want to go. Uh-huh. And we have to discuss, because um, with the situation, this situation, this baby here, I don't know when we're going to go. I know. The blueberry can't keep me away. I think she would like it. <laughs> <laughs> But I think she would like it. I think she will not like this. Uh, I think Iron Muffin's going to have to babysit. Yeah, I think Iron Muffin has to babysit for a while. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And I, it's exciting. I think we need to go yeah, it looks this amazing. year. It looks, ama- it looks amazing. And people really like it. Like, all the things that people have come back, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's really great. Yeah, it's like really nice. It's just so close to us. I know. <laughs> like, closer than... like Closer yeah. than Florida. Closer than Florida. You know, closer than Disneyland, which is not, too, like, you know, about an hour Definitely from Definitely closer us. than Disneyland. It's super, super close. Yeah. So, so we're and it's cheaper it. than Disneyland. Yeah, everything's cheaper than Disneyland. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. And I don't know if working on anything else. I think those are the main things I'm working on. I really wanted to cast on more things this week, but I held myself off. Who knows what's going to happen next week or next time we podcast. I could have, like, three more projects or eight, but awesome. for now, that's what I'm working on. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What's up next, Kimberly? <gasps> Bullshit. Bosha. Bosha. <laughs> That's how you're gonna say it. Today. I'm gonna say it. Bosha. I'm trying to channel, like a gang, like a gangster. I'm trying to channel Mr. T. Oh, good. But it's like a pitiful bosha. Okay. Yeah, that kind of works. Okay, that I like that. Works. Okay. Do you have any? Um, I don't know. Dear I just, Lord, I just no. like to ask. Thank you. you for asking. Thank you for perpetuating this <laughs> this this myth myth that I'm knitting and I'm finishing things. No, no, no. I don't have any. Okay. That's okay. Well, I just have one finished object. And that's my foliage hat. I love that hat. I was I knitting. You put it on Instagram, didn't you? I did. I was knitting it last time we podcast, and now it's done. It's beautiful. And this is the foliage hat. It's so squishy. By Emily Mooney, and this is a free pattern from an older nitty. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, look it up in Ravelry, and I'll tell you which nitty it's on. And I made it out of Malabrigo Chunky. And the, I, th- I think I said it Amoroso last week, but it's actually Intenso. Mm-hmm. It's pretty uh, intense. It's a really bright. Yeah, I kept trying to... T- I don't even think that the picture shows how the color correctly. No, it doesn't. Not at all. It kept blowing it like, out. Yeah, this is not the same color. But in the light, it's funny. It looks brighter. 
Yeah, so exactly. it's really strange. It's a mix of pinks and reds, basically, but it's like hot pinks and bright reds, and there's some actually even darker. Like you can see it if she was wa- if she was wearing it walking down the street, you'd be able to see her from like a block <laughs> away. No joke. You probably could. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, it took me like no time at all to finish. It's I a top down hat, which was cool. I'm not sure how I feel though about. I think like some of the patterns lost. Yeah, it's you could. The directions say you could block it to open up the lace more or not block it. Oh, I see it. Right. I did steam block it a little bit because I did want the lace to spread out a little. Mm-hmm. But because it's already a chunky yarn um, when is and it, it's Malabrigo, it's pretty large yeah, hat. it's not small anyway. Yeah. I didn't want to like fully block it. So thank you for always putting it on. Yeah. Looks good on you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kimberly. Are you crazy? I know. It's yeah. nice. Look how it nice is it. very cute. But I do have a really large hat, and it's holding on my hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so this is kind of a big hat. You it's a little really It's it a much. little big on me. Yeah. Not super big. It's just because I don't have very thick hair, and my head actually isn't that big either. But it fits, you yeah. know. It's beautiful. And, yeah, it was, it's, it was really easy. It's really squishy. I'm glad I used up this chunk of, uh, you know, this chunk, this skein of chunky <laughs> yarn I've had for a long time. Yeah. And this Malabrigo, which I love. Did you have any left over? Yeah. I have, um, like a good ball, you know? Mm-hmm. I could probably make a pom-pom for something out yeah, of it. Good. Yeah. And this was from Malabrigo March, which is still going on. Yep. I haven't knit anything else yet or started anything else from Malabrigo March, but I might. I have a ball of the worsted, um, skeined up. Uh, not skeined up, balled up, so that I could knit something. I just don't know what I want to knit, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's the only FO I have, another hat for this year, even though it. it's, like, 80 degrees outside. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. That's all I finished. What's next? Um, I have queued, but I don't think that's next for you. Oh. Because I don't have any. What? Retail therapy. Oh, retail therapy. Um, do you want to do queue first? Yeah, I want to do queue first. Okay, let's, let's do queue first. I queued something. You queued something. It's so exciting. And this is, I remember, I, I did my notes this morning. I queued it because I remember thinking I was on I Am with Twee over the week. Yeah. And I was like, Twee, don't let me forget. <laughs> I queued this. Yeah, I actually wrote it in there too. Did you write it? Yeah. Because I remember you saying, I'm going to talk about this. So. I was like, I'm going to talk about it. Don't let me forget. Because then I go home and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I have nothing. Oh, I have nothing. I've done nothing. Yeah. And but that's like, no. why, I mean, you did this too. I favorite things. And so yeah. sometimes before we podcast, if I don't have something, I go, back through. I go through and be like, oh, yeah. So this is it. the, um, I don't think I'm going to say this right. Shalon? C-H-A-L-L-A. H? H. Shalom. Is it, isn't it like Hala? Is like, it Hala? Like Hala bread? I don't know. Well, that's what I thought. I thought when I first read it, I was like, maybe it's Hala, but I'm not sure. Because isn't that a braided... It's a braided bread. Yeah, and this... Yeah. Yeah, I think okay, it's that Hala. makes more sense. Okay. It's Hala. Hala Infinity Scarf um, by Pam Powers. It's a... I, I'm looking at specifically... She did two <clears throat> versions. Uh, well, she did... She, oh, she, I didn't know that. There's one that's just like she's done on the Ravelry page. It's just one color, oh. and then the other one is three very three colors. Right. Well, I, I showed you the picture with three, three colors because I think the three colors is really really pretty. Right. Um, I found it on Ravelry. It's seven dollars, um, and I think it's part of a book called Pam Power Knits. Okay. Um, it's, it's a lovely. It's a like a is it a long it's, scarf it's cowl. A, it's a longer cowl that should hit you like right around the like breast area. Uh-huh. Um, there's like three different kinds of um, pat textures that right. are woven together. I feel like you, yeah, like knit three different strips and then you braid them together. Or something. Yeah, it's really pretty. And I, I was telling Tweetu, I'm like, 
even the samples in my colors, because the samples in this, like, really soft... Um, it's all neutral. It's a neutral color. It's like cream and beige and, and like a light blush pink. Like or another something. beige yeah. or something. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm just like, I love it. Colors so. I would never want to name. Yeah, Twee's like hot pink, yeah. black, yeah. Yeah. neon green. Yeah. And I'm just like, look at all these beiges. So yeah. um, I've, I've been enjoying looking at that. Um, okay. I almost, I think there's a kit or something. Yeah, there's a kit on Kitterly. Yeah, which I Kimberly saw. Which I saw, and I really want to buy it, but I haven't. I'm, I'm gonna refrain. Yeah, I think it's made bit. with. Is that made with cotton? That one, the kit. I thought it was blue sky cotton, but I wasn't. I can't remember. It that. might be. It might okay. be blue, which would actually work out because. Well, I'm not like a huge cotton fan. Yeah, but we live in. But I live in Southern California, yeah. so yeah. I mean, it's probably better if I do. If yeah. I'm good, if I want to wear it regularly, I make something out of cotton. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was looking yeah. at that. So I might actually buy that kit. That's um, cool. Not soon, but totally random. But like. But, like, I don't know, I like a lot. <laughs> but my friend actually knows Pam Powers. Oh, cool. It's really strange. Um, she knows I knit, but she doesn't. And she was, we were talking about this just the other day. I think she used to maybe nanny for her or something. Oh, strange when she lived, um, I think, in Northern California or something like that. I'm not even sure. I think she lives, I think Pam actually lives um, maybe in Southern California now or Orange County. Mm-hmm. But I think she used to live... Um, Somewhere else. Or maybe, I don't know, or maybe my friend lived down there at the time. I don't remember. But she somehow knows her, which I just thought was funny. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, which sounds amazing. So. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you should make it. Yeah. I, I'll tell my friend. She'll be excited. No, I'm definitely going to make it. I just, I kind of want to get through some of the yarn that I have already. Do you have stash yarn? You have those colors, I know. I do, but I don't think I have the quantity. Or or matching sort of. Yeah. Gauges. So, I mean, I really want to, I want to get through at least, like, a good portion of my stash yarn before I buy any new yarn. Okay. That was my, one of my New Year's goals. Okay. So, and I feel like this, this is really, really pretty. Um, I don't need to buy the yarn right away. I'll probably buy it, like, during the summer or something. Yeah, or just, you know, right before you're gonna knit it. Yeah. Apparently I'll have a lot of time on my hands. Uh, yeah, you probably will. The baby, hopefully the baby will sleep. Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping that she sleeps. (laughs) not fussy. I was a good baby. My husband was not a good baby. We're hoping she takes after me. Oh, yeah? Is that what your mom said? That's what his mom said. Yeah, my mom, we, yeah, she knows, like, I was a really happy baby. Um, but when I talked to Iron Muffin's mom, she's like, oh, I didn't sleep through the night for, like, two years. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. really? <laughs> and Iron Muffin's like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm, you're getting up with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's crazy. Split those duties. Mm-hmm. So That's crazy. I blame him. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, I queued that and I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about that queue. Okay. Did you queue anything else? No, that was it. I was very proud of myself. I mean, of course I can't pronounce the name of the pattern. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think it's Hala. Like Hala yeah. bread. I thought that too. So. And then I was like, no, I'm, no, maybe it's not. I'm not familiar with, with if, if that's like the right, correct spelling. Yeah. Or even the correct pronunciation. Yeah. If it is Hala bread, am I saying it right? Who knows? Okay. I only queued uh, one thing, okay. and that's the, ooh, I'm busting it out, the fine and dandy socks. You are on a sock kick. I'm on a sock kick right now, because I have a lot of sock Dude, yarn. these are great. They look like scales. They do. They look, they're very, they're textured. They have this cute little textured pattern, and they have contrast heels and toes, and, ooh, who designed this? Oh, this is by the Sweater Co., mm-hmm. and this is a really cool pattern. I think I follow her on Instagram, and she has a very nice Instagram. And the fine and dandy socks are a one dollar Australian pattern. 
One dollar Australian. Yeah. Okay. So it's not U.S. dollars. It's, I think uh, it's Australian, which is really great because, I mean, sorry for you Australians, but the Australian dollar isn't doing too well against the U.S. dollar right yeah, now. Yeah, so this thing was like, what, 80 cents or something? I think it was like 75 cents, 77 yeah. cents. Yeah. So you want to go buy this right now. Yeah. And all the proceeds actually right now, at least, are going to, I think, UNICEF or a charity. Oh, great. Which is awesome. Great. So don't feel bad about buying it, especially if you're in the U.S. It's less than an it's actual, less than a dollar. It's less than a dollar. I actually gifted this to Melinda Yonder Woman, oh, nice. who's in Australia, um, just because it's such a cool pattern. And I don't know. I might start just gifting it all around. It's super cheap. Yeah, that's great. And it's really pretty. <laughs> yeah. They're really pretty textured socks with... Um, I feel like you can just do a lot of things with them. You can use one color. Or you can make dragon scales. I can make yeah, green socks yeah. or rainbow dragon scale That's socks. Awesome. And there's actually, I think, a knit along that just started on the 17th. Uh, I can't remember right now who's hosting. I think there's three podcasts hosting it or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so if you're interested, I think one of them is the Brooklyn Wool Folk oh. podcast. And again, I think there's three of them. So, if, you know, if you go to any one of those, like, you can find, I think, a, a post about it. But mm -hmm. I can't remember all of them at the moment. So I think I'm going to start these soon. I'm not sure what I'm going to make it out of. I like the contrasting heels and toes that they have. So I might choose solid colors or a variegated for the body of the sock and then, like, a solid mm -hmm. for the others. I'm not sure yet. <clears throat> we'll see. Let me see if I have any... You could put squiggly eyes. On here. On the toes? <laughs> on the toes, and then it could be a dragon. What? <laughs> to me, these are just dragon socks. I don't know what you're talking How about. How would I wear googly eyes? I miss me, they wouldn't fit in my shoes. Well, yeah, they're like, ha like you have oh, house socks. Yeah, you have to like wear them around the house. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll make you some with eyes on it someday. I'd like I'd like socks with eyes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the only thing I, I cued. Um, they're super pretty. Fine and dandy socks uh, for a dollar. You really... Can't go wrong. No, it's great. I mean, I wish... I mean, I don't wish all patterns for a dollar because I know people mean make a living, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all going to charity, which is awesome. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. So that's all I queued. Great. Next up, we have retail therapy. Retail therapy! Did you buy anything? I didn't buy anything. Mm -hmm. I've been go. I, I, I have been trying to stick to my New Year's resolutions, yeah. which is not buying too much. I've been pretty good, too, Also, actually. I've been nesting, yeah. so there's been buying on, like, other fronts. I mean, I know about something last week, but the last couple weeks I've been really good because, as Kimberly knows, I've been having some car issues. She has some car issues, but um, we think it's all sorted now. Yeah. Hopefully. It's not done, but, you know, at least uh, things are happening. Yes. Um, but I started to just, it sort of prompted me to go through my stash and just sort of pull out things that I wasn't loving anymore. Which is good for you anyway. No, which was good anyway. And start de-stashing. Yeah. And just giving them new homes. Like, it was really nice just because I was getting a lot more space. You know, I could move things around. And, yeah, there's just these yarns that I, I bought that, you know, I just wasn't going to use anytime soon. I just felt bad. They were just sitting there and, like, no one was using them. And, you know, some of them were, you know, sweater quantities or bigger quantities. Or, like, I tried to sell some bulky yarn because yeah. it's so hard to use bulky here. And I also had a lot of random single skeins of things. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I pick one up on sale or I think I'm going to make a hat or something. But, let's face it, I have plenty of yarn for hats, <laughs> you know. And so that was really good. I got rid of a lot of stuff. Uh, but I did get some stuff in that I had ordered um, to sort of before, you yeah. know what I mean? Before all that stuff happened, so not too much, nothing crazy. But I did get 
three skeins. Oh, how pretty. Uh, of this beautiful cashmere yarn. I yeah. think I posted this on my uh, personal Instagram. And these are from, let's see, these are from Lux Adorna. And I think she used to be called Pepperberry Knit. So these tags still say Pepperberry. Um, but it's 100% cashmere sport weight yarn. And they're, what was I was going to say? I got them in three colors. And I, these were on sale. I can't remember where. Now someone posted that there was a sale mm -hmm. on Ravelry. And of course I went over there and it was such a good price for, you know, 100% cashmere. You know what I mean? These are beautiful. I think they're originally around $30.00 a skein, but I'm pretty sure I got them for half of that at least. That's great. <clears throat> yeah, so I got three colors, and I got Merlot, which is really beautiful, sort of purpley red wine color. It looks more purple to me than yeah. red. Yeah, I definitely think I, I want it to be more purple, so yeah. 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 So that's Merlot, and then I got Hennessy, which is like a golden yellow. Yeah. You know, kind of like a dark gold, a dark pumpkin. I don't know if it's quite as orange. I mean, it's kind of in between orange and yellow. I had a hard time picking, too, um, because I'm going to put them together yeah. for a three-color cashmere cowl. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to look online and on Ravelry just to compare like, what these colors actually look like. Yeah. <clears throat> and I tried to choose colors that, you know, I kind of don't normally choose. Like, it's I don't like usually... a fall cornish wheat yeah. color. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It's pretty. And I don't, wouldn't normally choose this color, you know. But together they look amazing. Yeah, it looks really good with the purpley Merlot. And then the last color I got is Kitten, which is sort of a medium heather gray. Yeah, it's pretty. Which I think goes nice with them. So yeah, these are going to be for Lovely. a three-color cashmere cowl, and it's actually going to be in cashmere, which Yay! is amazing, because I didn't think I'd be able to make one in cashmere, because cashmere is expensive. Yeah. I actually don't think I've ever knit with... 100% cashmere. I don't think I have. Yeah. Either. I've knit, like, 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 merino cashmere nylon, like, sock yarn and yeah. stuff, but nothing that has this much cashmere in it, or even, like, 50%. So. It's gorgeous. It's going to be really nice. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about this. As you should be. <clears throat> and then yesterday in the mail, ooh, I got, that. yeah, I got a set of mini skeins. Uh, I don't think I've talked about this before, but I am part of a Ravelry group. Anyone can join. And it's called oh, Sock Yarn Swappers, I think. Uh -huh. And because everyone's making those, you know, like miter square blankets and like other, like people are using minis a lot right now. And this group is really cool because the organizer, she organizes these swaps with all these indie dyers. And it's a swapless swap, most of them. Meaning you don't have to, you know, actually send something and swap something. You just put money in. So mm -hmm. I think basically she buys like 10 or 20 skeins of yarn. And then she goes in and makes them into mini skeins and, like, right. mails them out to everyone. And that seems like a lot of work. <clears throat> but she does it. And she has all kinds of um, ones up right now for all these really cool indie dyers. And some of them are really hard to get. So, I, you know, I haven't done it a ton, but I've done, like, a few of them just so I can get more minis. And most of them will probably go in my blanket, but I don't know. I might do other things with them, too. So but this came, and this is from the indie dyer and her an indie dyer named Haverland. I hope I'm saying that right. And I follow her on Instagram, too, and she's really fun. She has really fun yarns, and she really likes horror movies, so she's always nice. noticing about that. And she has these shark stitch markers that I really want. I think she, like, hand forms them out of clay or, you know, Fimo wow. or something like that. Uh, I think she really likes sharks and Jaws and stuff like that, and I love Jaws. So these are really, really cute. I only have 
the, there's usually a 5 gram and a 10 gram swap and I usually only do five because I think I need five for my blanket. But I think because I wanted, I really wanted more of her yarn, I signed up for the ten. And so I got ten mini skeins of ten grams each. So I'm laying them out for Kimberly. And they're super pretty. They're really pretty. <clears throat> yeah. Which one is They're your... all really different, too. Yeah. Which one is your favorite, Kimberly? I'll let you look at it. Hmm. I think I like this one. That one? Yeah, this is cool. It's got speckles in it. Mm. I'm a sucker for speckles. Yeah, it's called wood something. Sorry. The tag is, like, covering it. I can't see it. But it's wood something. That's a pretty one. And this is called Yeti something. <laughs> Again, the label's just covering it. This is called Happy Accident, which is what I really like this one. That's cute. It's got hot pink in it. So, yeah, I got ten minis, and they're really cute. If you guys are, you know, interested in minis and don't want to have to... Go through the trouble of swapping. Yeah. Like, definitely join this group because you just pay in and it's, it's like, easy. Yeah, and you basically usually pay like the amount of sort of one skein of yarn, but you get that same. You know, this is like 10, 10 grams of <clears throat> ten mini skeins. That's so like hundred grams. Yeah. So you end up paying for just like one skein. Is all the same yarn, kind of yarn? It's all the same base, or usually I think. Yeah. Yeah, they'll tell you in the thread. You know how many colorways you'll get and what base it'll be. And all that good stuff. So I forgot I had, like, paid and ordered, <laughs> ordered oh, this. Right, and then they came. And then they came. I was like, what's this? And I opened it, and I was like, oh, yeah, four. which is awesome. So I actually think the Altered Stitch has uh, some of her yarn right now. Like, a, like I don't think, five or six colorways. And I almost bought some the other day, but I didn't. But, um, so this is good. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. And that's all I got. You were so good. I was so good. And yeah, I'm going to probably be really good from now on. Not like I'm not going to buy any yarn. It's just I want to be really careful about what I buy because I just got rid of a, a bunch. bunch of yarn, you know, and I just want to make sure. Like, I think a lot of those, you know, were, I mean, not all of them, but some of them were definitely sort of impulse buys or, oh, it was on sale by, you know, I think we all kind of succumb to that sometimes. It's yeah. like a deal, you know? That's what I feel like every time I want to buy yarn now, especially, like, large quantities, mm -hmm. like, like for this, you know, the Hala Infinity Scarf, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I, I want it, and I know I want it, but I'm going to wait a week. And then if right. I still See, want yeah. it, then I'm going to think, you know, and then I don't need it right now, so I know I'm going to no. buy it, but I'll just buy it later. So. I'm, I'm definitely one of those people who... I, I will put things in my cart. It makes me feel better to put it in my cart. Yeah. But then I won't <laughs> buy it. Buy it, yeah. Yeah, so I do that. Um, but yeah, that's all I bought. It's good. Yeah. What's up next, Kimberly? Um, I don't know. I think we were going to talk about events, right? Oh, we didn't get to talk about it last time. Yes, actually. we did not talk about events last time. And I just wanted to mention that the LA Yarn Crawl is coming up. Yay! April 14th through 17th. Mm -hmm. um, so that's in like um, <clears throat> four weeks. Right. About... About three weeks? Maybe three. Maybe three, three weekends or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a new yarn crawl, it's just um, a bunch of different yarn stores have events sort of in this three-day period. And I know, you know, for the LA one, there's a passport you can get. And if you, the more stamps you get, like, the more entries you get into, like, these big, like, sort of prize packages and yeah. stuff. And it's totally worth going. Like, it's really nice. We went a couple times. Yeah. Right? It's fun to see, to visit new stores. And sometimes they have events, like, you know, designers or... Um, dyers who will come in and that's always fun and if you go to their website I think it's like layarncrawl.com or something like that you can find out more information about what's going on at each shop mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure what I'm going to do this year I mean I'll definitely probably go to a couple of the shops closest to us and yeah. then maybe I don't know maybe make a trip to one further away Yeah. Are you? do you think you want to go to any or no? 
Um, you're gonna be very pregnant. I'm gonna be really pregnant. I'm not sure. I would like to at least go to one or two like, yeah. that are close, like close by. by. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel. I mean, it's very possible she'll be out by then too. You keep talking about that. Don't jinx yourself. I know. She's I keep saying. I keep saying. Like, everyone. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, no, no, no. I think she's. I think she's coming early. Um, yeah. So if it depends on, and it depends on how hot it is. Right. I'm not like traipsing around if it's really hot. So. Yeah, we'll be. But yeah, I wouldn't mind like going to one or two of them. I like LA Yarn Crawl. It's really well organized, and a lot of the shops are like really friendly and really excited to see you. And it just gives you like an excuse to go into shops maybe that you don't normally go into. Right, right. I I did go to a couple of new shops last year, so that was fun. Yeah. Um, I would love to actually go down to Manhattan Beach and go go to to Twist. Twist. Yeah, that's a great yarn shop, and we don't go very often just because it's not super close to us. But I haven't I haven't been there in ages. I haven't been there in ages either. That might be the type thing, the one to go to then. Yeah. You know, because there's also a bookstore yeah. nearby called Pages. That's really cute. It's really cute. And there's a beach. The whole area is really. And cute. there's a place where Kimberly and I like to get seafood. Yep. So I don't know. We might have to make a weekend trip over there. Yeah. Just the one. It'd be worth it. Yeah, I want to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's open. I'm like, I want to go right now. Just get in the. As I call the clown car, I have the rental, <laughs> rental my car. rental car, just a little hatchback. You just get in it. I'm like, yay. So yeah, Ellie Yarn Crawl's coming up. And then also Vogue Knitting Live. It doesn't come until May 13th, May 13th through 15th, but registration, I think, is open for classes in case you want to sign up for classes. Where is it? Is it in Pasadena again? It's in Pasadena again? again. Yeah. I've kind of looked through the class listing, and there's some good stuff. I really wish Susan B. Anderson was back again, because I would take any class with her. Right, right. But I don't think she's um, coming this year. But if you're in the L.A. area and um, you're going to go, check it out. The classes are up, and you can sign up. So it's usually better to sign up earlier rather than later, because the really popular classes will sell out. Though if you wait a while, sometimes they'll have sales. Yeah, I think I got my last one on sale. Yeah, we got our our class, uh, our Sunday class on sale, I remember... Um, because they, they went half half off or something. Yeah. Which was amazing. It was really So, good. yeah, that's not till May, though. So, I just wanted to put it in your heads in case you were planning to go. And even if I don't take a class, I'm pretty sure I'll just go and hang out at the market. Yeah. So. Just to look around. Yeah, if anyone happens to be there and wants to say hi, let me know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Kimberly will probably. I will probably have La Bebe. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be, like, the first, like, new weeks of La Bebe. Oh, La Bebe, my parents are going to be in town that weekend. Oh, are they still going to be in town? Yeah. I think they're just getting into town or something. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, Kimberly will probably not be there, but, um, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. At least one day, probably. Taking just, pictures for me. Yeah. Just to, you know. Be like, hey, go back to that. <laughs> Get me that. I'm going back. I could FaceTime you. Yeah. Hey, look at that. What's that over there? <laughs> All right. And those are the uh, only events. So, I think next up we just have our non-knitting segments. Yeah. Yeah. First so up. thanks for joining us. Yeah, if you don't want to stick around. But, but we're I think sad. You, but I think you should, because it's fun talking about non-knitting things sometimes. Yeah, which we did a lot in this episode. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Usually we say it for the end so people can cut it out if they want. We're like, blah, 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 tangent, blah, yeah. blah, blah, tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, first up is Well Read. Kimberly, yeah. what have you read? Ah! Um, it's been, you probably read a Well, maybe you haven't read a lot. Sorry. I've read a lot. I've been reading... So I've been reading this series that um, is an older YA series. <clears throat> I think it came out probably a little earlier than Twilight, or around the same time as Twilight. Okay. It's called Strange Angels by Lily St. Crow. 
Oh, yeah, you started, you read the first one ages ago. Yeah, so I read the first one yeah. ages ago, and I really liked it. And there's five books in the series, and I thought, oh, I'll definitely read the rest. And then I bought them all, and then Didn't read them. I never got around to it. And I liked <laughs> the first one so much, but then it, it's become like, I think it... Seriously, I think it's been like six years since I read the first one. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I, I think I have the first one too. Yeah, and I never I, because I never read it and I never went back to it. I'm like, did you forget everything? What? Yeah, I totally forgot everything. So I had to reread the first one. Okay. So I've actually reread the first one and I've moved on to the second and third one, and Ooh. I'm going to start the fourth one. Well, can you give us a, just a general? Yeah. So her name is know. Drew Anderson, and Drew Anderson. Um, this is what's really cool. I think Lily St. Crow, the author, kind of did. Is it St. Crow? It's St. Crow. Yeah, it's St. Crow. Yeah. Um, did something fun, which was um, Drew is Drew's father is a hunter, kind of. He hunts bad supernatural paranormal things. <clears throat> okay. Um, and you don't know why he's hunting it. You don't know what you know how he's how he's gotten into this, and all that's kind of revealed in the books later on. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say anything. But okay. she's his daughter, and she has this kind <clears throat> of gift for knowing when something bad is going to happen or feeling something supernatural is around. Okay. Um, and she comes home when he, she's, you know, she goes to school. They move around a lot because they're, they're tracking something or they're looking for something. And uh, she comes home one day um, from school and he is not, he, he goes out every night to hunt. And one day she comes, uh, I think one day she, um, she's at home and she has dinner and he's like, okay, I'll see you later. And he never comes back. Ooh. He never comes back. Not that's good. not, that's not entirely true. He does come back, but he is not the same. The same. Ooh. And, um, she has to figure out what's going run. on. Yeah, oh, she's she's got to go. So she enlists the help of this boy who is, uh, Asian, which is fun. Ooh, that's cool. Some diversity. Yeah. Um, is fun. And she starts and, and so she realizes that these things are coming after her. So the whole, the whole series is really her trying to figure out who she is, what she is, why she's being targeted. Mm-hmm. Um, and opening this kind of world is, she calls it the real world, like capital R, capital W, uh-huh. um, that she knows exists, but she doesn't <clears throat> understand all the rules. Okay. Um, so it's actually been a lot of fun. Rochelle Mead loves this series. Okay. She's like, we love Rochelle Mead. And we love Rochelle Mead. If you Mead. don't know Rochelle Mead, go read some of her books. Yeah. Um, and so I have like really high hopes and the first one was really, really good. Okay. And I think the second and third ones have been solid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just that it, I think what's, ha- what happened is that it's going to sound weird, but <laughs> if you've been reading YA for a, a while, mm-hmm. which we have been, yeah. YA has really kind of matured and grown mm-hmm. in a short amount of time yeah. with what's being published under the banner of YA right. and how fast plots and like characters are moving. And so, and so it's not that it's not moving fast enough. It's just, it's not as, there's a lot of fun stuff going on, but I think if she was to write it now, now. it would be sort of like a darker book. Right, right, right. It'd be a little bit more adult-like. Right. And not so much, because it is, it's not geared towards, like, kids. I don't want to say it's geared towards kids or teens, right. but it definitely, it's like one of those older YA books that, right. that you enjoy, but you're still an adult reading a YA book, and you can tell that right. there's a, 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 a... Sort of a... Gap? Difference, yeah. Yeah. But it is really enjoyable, so I'm going to start book four. I'm going to try to Do you know when four. the last one was published? Like, what I year? can look. Like, what year? <sighs> But she's done with the series, right? Yeah, she's totally done. Okay. I don't know. If- she's written some other stuff since then. I actually think I have. This is the last one was published in 2011. Okay. So it was a while ago. Yeah, so it was a while ago. So it started really 
earlier, mm-hmm. you know, because that's right the fifth the, book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it started probably right around the beginning of Twilight and, like, the craze and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really well thought out, mm-hmm. and it is very, it's a lot of fun because the main character is nothing like Bella. She's, like, super... Um, Smart? She is really smart. She's very clever, and she, Sorry, she's Bella not. Lovers. Yeah, but she she's you. You would like her because she is um, thoughtful. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. She's not like the stupid girl who screams and runs up the stairs. Right. Although she does do that sometimes. But like well, you know, there's something really dangerous. Sometimes crazy things are chasing you. Yeah. But, yeah. but she's the one who's running up the stairs and grabbing like the gun with the silver bullets to go back down the stairs okay. and kill what's at her front door. Right. Okay. So she's kind of badass. So I I, re- I have been enjoying the series, and um, <clears throat> so that's what I've been focusing on. I have been reading maybe one book every week and a half which is quite slow for me yeah very slow for you quite slow for me so i started this way early march and now i'm only on book starting book four so oh oh, so you you did all the way through three okay yeah i read all the way through three okay but that's all i'm reading because i'm not focusing on it that's okay i mean you know i'm sure you'll get your reading mojo back at some point yeah Yeah. how about you uh i've been reading several different things but the thing i'm most obsessed with right now is a, not a new series, but a series, an urban fantasy series called The Others by Anne Bishop. <gasps> yeah. 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 If you I follow me that, on yeah. anything, you probably notice that I've been posting a lot about it because <clears throat> I've just been reading through the series. When I've seen that, those covers, like yeah. those are really distinct covers I've seen a lot. Yeah. So the first book in the series is called Written in Red, and that was published like <laughs> I think four years ago or something. Mm-hmm. And I've had the book for a long time. And my friend um, Katie is a huge fan of the series. And she's been bugging me to read it for a while. But sometimes, you know, I haven't read a lot of things. So sometimes yeah. things get pushed back. But for whatever reason, uh, a couple weeks ago, I decided, you know, I'm going to read it. I'm going to finally read it. And I did. And the it was... The session begins. Yeah, and it was awesome. And so basically, it's about a girl, or not a girl, but a young woman named Meg, and uh, she, like, the world is, it's an urban fantasy, so uh, the world is, has supernatural creatures and humans, and they they live together, but not really in harmony. Basically, there's this group of people called, like, they're like the Earth natives, like, they were the first people on the Earth, and the humans came later or something, <clears throat> and they can kind of control everything, and they're, there's a bunch of different kinds of Earth natives, but the ones that feature the most so far are ones that can also shift into animals. Oh, right, okay. And they're, like, mostly predators and stuff. But they're not werewolves. They're, no. like, shapeshifters. It's just, like, sort of, like, the way that they evolved. They, I think they started off as, it's kind of, it's vague in there, but, like, they started off with these, their other form, and they learned to shift into, like, animals and stuff as they evolved to help them, and, like, and they can be, like, shift into human, human form, too. Right. You know what I mean? So they're not, they're not even human. No, they're, they're not human. Completely yeah, different. something right. completely different. Okay. And they really just think of most humans as food, you know? And so... Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the relationship um, on, I think it's called Phasia, which I think is supposed to be the United States, is very sort of uh, tenuous because they've allowed some humans to come and settle, but basically they own all the land and stuff, and <clears throat> the humans are basically only there by their grace, because, like, they make stuff that the, um, the natives want, mm-hmm. you know, like, certain products and things, right. you know, um, but they sort of supply all the things that they need to make those products, like, the resources, so if the humans piss them off, they can just cut off, you right. know, and whole cities would just, you know, scatter or whatever, 
And so uh, Meg comes to this place called the Courtyard, which is sort of where a bunch of the um, the natives live, but they also sort of interact with humans there. Mm-hmm. It's sort of an experiment for them to see if they can interact with humans. But if humans do bad things, like, you know, there's some people come and try to kill them or, like, hunt them. Like, they just eat them. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, cool. Oh, there's vampires, too. Yay! Which are awesome. I love They, like, vampires. turn into smoke. And they can, like, <laughs> they can, like, take your blood just by, like, like, shaking your hand. That's cool. Yeah, you would like that. That's cool. So anyway, she comes there, and she's, like, hiding from someone, and... Um, you know, at first they don't really want to take her in, but she looks scared, and, like, the main guy, his name is Simon, he feels kind of bad for her, and so he decides to give her a job, because there's a job posting, and so she's the human liaison. Basically, she uh, works in this office and, like, accepts packages and stuff, because all the humans are really scared to deliver things to the courtyard, because they're afraid they're going to get eaten or something, you know what I mean? And people are really afraid, so they kind of need this human liaison. So there's a lot more going on. Like, you find out, like, what she's hiding from and, like, you know, but it's just this really cool world and it's just really complex but not, you know, hard. It's not, like, hard to understand or anything. It's just, like, all kinds of stuff going on, but it's really well written and it's funny and, um... Yeah, it's just really good. Urban fantasy. If you like, I mean, I like urban fantasy a lot, so it's always fun to find a new series. How many are in the series? There's going to be five, I think. The fourth one, Marked in Flesh, just came out, I think, about a week ago. Or this, like, not this week, but I think the week before, maybe. And so... So you're caught up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually caught up. Um, I am about three quarters or maybe two-thirds of the way through... The third book, which is called Vision and Silver. So yeah, I read the first two really quickly, and this one's been going a little slower just because um, I've been trying to take breaks to read our book club book. (laughs) So I've been kind of going back and forth, but I've made a lot of progress in the last couple days. And I should be able to finish it by the weekend. Nice. And then book four is out, and I'm just not sure if I'm going to buy it on Kindle or buy it in hardcover. Oh, it's in hardcover? So it's in hardcover, and I actually own the first one in paperback. Yeah. And so I don't, you know, I don't like it when my books don't They should match. match. Yeah. So I might just buy it on Kindle and then wait until it comes out in paperback and then get all the paperback. That makes sense. So it's really, really good, and I know one of our listeners, um, I think on Instagram her name is Petite Weaver, which is super cute. That is cute. Because she looks really petite. <laughs> um, she started reading it, too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which I was really... girl together. Yeah, I was really excited about it. I think she, re- like, started reading it because I posted the first one, and I was like, yes, I got someone else to read it. <laughs> it was super exciting. And so, yeah, that's what I've been obsessed with. The Others by Anne Bishop. Written and read's the first one. You should definitely read it. If you, uh, I've been wanting to because I've seen that cover. I've seen oh yeah, the, cover. the covers like, are really nice. The covers are nice, mm-hmm. and I've been like, oh, this looks really good. Yeah, like, okay, it is good. So that's what I've been reading. Nice. All right, on to watching. Watching. I actually watched something that was not Game of Thrones. Okay. Or Vampire Diaries. Or Vampire Diaries. Um, I started watching Hello Ladies. What is that? It is a Stephen Merchant um, show on HBO. Oh, it's on HBO. Okay. Yeah. And I just watched the first episode. I'm going to watch another episode. Um, he is a some sort of computer programmer who lives in Los Angeles. He's a crazy tall, skinny dude, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. From the Ricky Gervais um, yeah. shows. Was he on The Office? Uh, he was. I think he he was a producer on The Office. I think oh, he might he have been. He was a producer on The Office, like at once as yeah. a guest, yeah, like somewhere okay. in the background. And then he was 
He's been, his voice, he's he's done voice, he did a voiceover for one of the video games Iron Muffin was playing, and he's oh. really funny. Um, and then there was something else, he's, he's been in a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, Stephen Merchant's really funny, but he's, it's, I think I actually know, kind of know what the series yeah. is, yeah. And so he's um, basically a single guy in Los Angeles who is trying to find a girlfriend, and <laughs> he is not suave. Right. At all. Um, and it, <laughs> to say, to, to be nice. To be nice. And and it is, like, a very painful and funny and... Like, awkward. Awkward, yeah, yeah show. And I think most people will really enjoy him and Well, if you humor. watch The Office, you know, which, yeah, he was a yeah. producer, I think, and writer on, like, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so um, I've, I've started watching that, and I really enjoy that. Oh, cool. Is Iron Muffin watching it with you? I know. I watched it, like, on, like he was out, and I thought, oh, I'll just watch Hello Ladies, because I've been kind of curious about it. Mm-hmm. And then after I watched it, I was like, oh, you should watch this. This okay. is funny. So he hasn't watched it yet, but hopefully he will. How many episodes are out? There's two seasons, but the seasons are shortened. Right. So I think it doesn't have very long seasons. Yeah, I think it's only like six or eight episodes a season. Okay. So, and there's only two seasons, and then that's it. So I don't know if they're making more or oh, not. Oh, it's yeah. over. Okay. So... Yeah, but it looks really funny. Okay, cool. Well, I've watched a whole slew of bad slash bad good maybe movies, so oh, nice. I'm going to go through them really quick, because um, it's been a while since we talked about this. I saw Zoolander 2. Oh. Yeah. I'm really jealous about that. I did, <laughs> I did really want to see that. Yeah, I love For better or worse. Yeah. Like, you know, like a lot of people, I really liked the original Zoolander, even though it's ridiculous and not usually the kind of movie I would like. I think it's kind of brilliant and funny. Uh, the sequel was not as good, unfortunately. Um, it's too it, bad. I mean, it's interesting because it kind of has sort of the same, you know, characters and story and, you know, jokes. Mm-hmm. But this time around, it just seemed, I don't know, they just seemed, you know, before they seemed kind of dumb but endearing, you know, the model, the male models, um, Owen Wilson and um, Ben Stiller, but this time... It just kind of annoyed me for right. most because they were so dumb. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure they were this dumb in the first one, but it didn't seem as annoying. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And there was a lot of guest um, appearances, which also happened in the first one, which was fine. It was, you know, it was fine. It just wasn't as good as the first one, unfortunately. So, uh, definitely check it out on video if you want. But okay. I saw that, and then I saw London Has Fallen. <gasps> I really want to see London is Fallen. I actually looked on Rotten Tomatoes yesterday about London is Fallen. Yeah. I thought I could get Iron Muffin to go see it with me. Yeah. It got like 38%. That's actually not that bad. No. I, I watched like, movies that had like 10%. I was like, I might still see this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wanted to see sort of, you know, the kind of bad action movie type thing. Which, was it good though? <clears throat> it is. It was kind of exactly what you expect it to be. Like, am I going to like it because I like Face Off and Con Air and stuff? Maybe. Did you like the first one? What was the first one called? Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus I haven't seen that one. Oh, you haven't? No. I liked Olympus Has Fallen better. Oh. This is the one with Jared Butler and Aaron Eckhart Eckhart and Morgan Freeman, in case you guys don't know. And (laughs) it's a sequel. Aaron Eckhart's the president, and he goes to London, and someone attacks London, basically. (laughs) Basically, they're they're trying to get back at, actually, the United States for um, something else. Oh, right. Yeah. Um... And it's, like, ridiculous and over-the-top, and I don't remember this from the first one, but Jared Butler has a lot of, sort of, glee when he's killing these terrorists, which I thought was kind of weird. Right. Not like he's laughing, but he seemed to be, like, into it. Yeah. Whereas I think in the first one he seemed more, you know, I'm just defending people. <laughs> he seemed a little more into it this time. Right, right. So, I mean, it, it wasn't great. 
It's exactly yeah. What you think? It's what gonna you be. think it's gonna be? It's very patriotic, you know that kind of stuff. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I did go see that, and then I saw this animated film called The Boy and the Beast, and I think it's I think it's Japanese. Uh, it's an animated movie, and it's kind of in the style or like you know if you ever watch like um, Miyazaki movies. Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but um, he's um, a big big name animator over there too and my friend wanted to see this and it was actually really good though you know like a lot of movies from japan and um asia in general was like it was kind of sad too you know what i mean and it's about this boy whose mother dies and i think he's like nine and then he's supposed to go live with relatives that he's never met and he doesn't want to and he ends up running away but somehow he gets um he gets lost and ends up in this other magical realm that's sort of like parallel to his own, you know, and, but it's full of beasts, but like, but they're, they talk like human, like, you know, they talk like people and they stand up and they have this whole like, you know, city, but it's all like animal men, you know what I mean? And he ends up becoming an apprentice to, oh man, I can't remember what animal he is. Ugh. He's like this big guy and he has, social issues like he no one likes him he doesn't get along with anyone mm-hmm. they constantly just fight but they end up you know he ends up staying there for like 10 or i think 10 years you know past or something and but then he starts missing like the other world he like randomly comes across the door to the other world so he goes back in and then you know he meets a girl and he wants to like um you know go to school and stuff so it's interesting it's just sort of like him being pulled in these two different directions the first part is, like, yeah, like, what is he doing? Like, what's happening? But then it becomes this whole thing about, yeah, he's part of sort of two worlds. And it's just really interesting. I don't know if, mm-hmm. if you like those kinds of animated movies. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's subtitled, so. Nice. Yeah. And then we saw something, Kimberly. We did see that something I think together. totally forgotten about. I did kind of forget about it. What did we see, Kimberly? We saw Zootopia. What? It was so good. It was super cute. There's Bunny in it. She's a cop. Yeah. And a fox. And... Oh, there's, there's sheep. There's sheep. There's sheep. Sheep are cute. Yeah. The sheep are cute. Um, I didn't really know much about it, except that it was an animated movie, and it had made a ton of money the first week, which really surprised me, and everyone was saying it was really good. Like, all the reviews were, like, just really good, and so we decided to go see it, and it was pretty awesome. It was great. It was very yeah. cute, and it was good for kids and adults. Yeah, good for kids and adults. Um... Yeah, I don't even know. Like, it had, like, a good, you know, sort of moral message, too, but not, like, too preachy or weird. Yeah. And it was super funny. Yeah. And the animation was the animation was really good. Even the music was pretty good. Yeah. So, that was You really should fun. see it. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, animated movies, it's a good. It's a it's a really cute I wish, movie. Yeah. I kind of wish we could see it again. Yeah. My one friend saw it within, twice within 24 hours, which is... Pretty. It's pretty. That's intense. Yeah, she, she must, loved it. <laughs> she must have really loved it. She who loved your, it. Who was your favorite character? Oh, the bunny. Yeah. I like the cop bunny. Her name's Judy Hopps. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. She, there's never been a cop bunny before. She's the first cop bunny. Right. The, yeah, the premise is sort of like, she really wants to be a cop as a kid, and it's unheard of for a, a rabbit to be a cop because they're, you know, considered a prey, like, like a prey animal, yeah. and all the cops are predator animals, yeah. you know? And but she, she's gonna show them, and she does. Yeah, and she gets into the academy, but it's not what she thought it was gonna mm-hmm. be because they, you know, put her on parking meter duty. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you know, 
she uh, she 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 uh, she finds her way. Yeah, she finds her way, and <clears throat> the fox I think is voiced by Jason Bateman. He's really good. He's really. I good. I couldn't figure out who it was for the. Like, I was sitting there thinking, who is that? Oh yeah, I yeah. didn't realize. I don't think I realized it was Jason. No, Bateman, I had to wait till the credits. Yeah, yeah. So it was really good. It's cute. And then I realized because we saw Kristen Bell's name in it, mm-hmm. and I was like, who is she playing? I had to look it up later, and she plays the female sloth. Uh, which is really which is really funny cute. because yeah. if you know anything about Kristen Bell, she has a slight obsession with sloths, and there's a really funny video of her freaking out because her husband, you know, gets a sloth to come to one of her birthday parties, and mm-hmm. she like she starts crying. Yeah, she has like a panic attack because she like freaks out because she's been waiting her whole life to meet a sloth. So I think it was really it's super funny cute. Yeah, yeah, that they got her to sloth. play a sloth. So. Yeah, that's really cute. So Zootopia. Thumbs up. Yeah, two thumbs up. Two thumbs four up. Four thumbs up. Four thumbs up. Yay! You can't see us, we're holding up our thumbs. Yeah, all four of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it, though. It was a kind of probably a long episode, so if you stuck around, uh, thanks for Thank sticking you. around. Because our last one was so short. Yes. Um, oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that the Rainbows and Unicorns Knit Along is still going. It's going on to the end of March. Yay! So you still have maybe two weeks or so. Yeah. We've had so many awesome projects being made and finished and the board is really lively with everyone posting so we really appreciate it and instagram too if you look up rainbows and unicorns cal you can see what people have been making Mm -hmm. and yeah um keep posting until march 31st if i don't close the thread you can still keep posting and it'll still count um but i plan to close it around then and then we'll put prizes. We have lots of prizes. We have project bags from You So-and-So and patterns from Brenda Castile. Yay! Um, we also, she also has a coupon code for her patterns and shop. If you just look in the discussion thread on our board, you can find all that info. And I'm donating a couple of skeins of Knit Picks, Felici, and Rainbow. And if I can find more things, I might add to the pot. But <clears throat> I don't have anything at this moment. But, yeah, keep knitting. Um... Your rainbows and unicorns. Thanks for everyone who's entering. Yeah. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. All right, guys. We're going to come back in a few weeks. Yep. Hope you have a good weekend. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgoal182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches. 